The following program may contain viewpoints and opinions that do not necessarily reflect those of Radio That Doesn't Suck Incorporated or its employees. Welcome to Real Estate Toronto, the radio show about buying and selling real estate in the greater Toronto area with Aura Ross from the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team. 30 minutes of hot topics and indispensable advice from experienced professionals that work for you. Now, on with the show. Back to realestatetorontoradio.com. I got the URL correct because, you know, it's Sunday and I'm kind of... You're well rested. I'm well rested. I'm ready for Monday. There you go. Oh, wow. I am not. I'm so going to enjoy whatever's left of Sunday. But your, your Sundays are, are pretty laid back. Are they not? No, our Sundays actually are pretty hectic. You know, all you hear about realtors working 24-7, I got to say... It's all true. Mm. <laughs> it's all true. And we have a topic today that great. relates to that. You working 24-7, right? 24-7. Well, you know, uh, probably, I don't know, you know, if you're not in the market or even caring about what the market's doing because you're not moving, you may not even notice this. And you may even want to switch the channel now because we're going to talk about real estate. But um, a lot, we're seeing a lot more homes with for sale signs that have a little sticker on it that says exclusive listing. And I want to talk to everyone today about what the difference is between an MLS listing and an exclusive listing. And is it, is it really an excellent marketing approach or is it really a bit of a sales trap by the realtor? And I, I want to talk about the pros and cons of going each way and what we're kind of seeing happen in the market. And again, you know, we just want to educate our listeners so they're fully equipped when they go to make their decisions about how to make a move. Great. When we come back from the break, I'll give you my interpretation of what exclusive listing means to me. But Oh, that would be interesting. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Stay tuned. More Real Estate Toronto Radio coming right up. The music you'll hear on Out of the Blue will be jazz for the most part. No specific styles or genres. Every piece of music is handpicked to deliver quality performances. Out of the Blue can be heard on rtds.ca, live Mondays 1 to 3 p.m., and encore performances Tuesday to Friday, anytime on demand. It's the true spirit of jazz, a touch of everything and then some. Thanks for listening. I'm Larry Green. selling a home, condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com. Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home, the Mulholland Ross Team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland Ross team at 416-230-8500. 
So I dangled the carrot and the carrot was my interpretation of what exclusive listing means. And I have to know, I have to know. I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know. So as the thousands of listeners out there, we're all at the edge of our chairs now. Now, that's a great great sell job. But what exclusive listing I maybe would interpret would be when you list my house, my house is the only house that you're selling. So when Aura Ross puts her name on my lawn, you're not going to take any other clients on. You're going to focus on me, right? That, that's right. And my tent goes up right beside the sign. Oh, right. And th- there I am. No, you know what? That is interesting that you say that because that might be the perception from a lot of people. So we definitely want to um, clarify that. And I know you've got other listings and you're going to be, you know, working with lots of people because that's what real estate agents do. Right. But, but more importantly, the exclusive listings. So first let's talk about what is, what is the MLS? I mean, we drop that word around the public drops it around the public says, Oh, I went on to MLS and I looked at homes, MLS, MLS. Well, it stands for the multiple listing service and it is a database of homes that is in, in Toronto that is managed by the Toronto Real Estate Board, which is run and paid for by the board members. So our licensed realtors pay a fee, a hefty fee every year to um, help manage the board's multiple listing service. And it's a huge win. I'm not one of those realtors that complains about the high fees because I know the what, what that tool, what that multiple listing service represents. And it gives me everything I need as far as understanding what other homes are sold for, what's on the market today, Um, It allows me to go into any neighborhood across the Toronto area, the GTA, and look for homes for my clients or gather the information I might need to to send to my clients or present to my clients. And so it's an amazing database. And it is paid for, owned, and run by the members of the Toronto Real Estate Board. And it's a shared system amongst all the realtors of the board. And I can see one very obvious advantage to having that access to that tool. If some of our Vancouver listeners are interested in moving to Toronto at some point, how would they know to look for a specific area or a specific agency when they can go into MLS.ca and see everything? Okay. So, and, and you're right. And so when I talk about the Toronto real estate board owning and managing the MLS system, we are talking about the MLS system of the Toronto real estate board, which is a private members access site. Okay. MLS.ca, which is actually realtor.ca, both of the same websites is actually owned by the Canadian real estate association. And so what they do at the end of so they decided, and I, and I love them for this, we call them CREA, we're also members of CREA when we're licensed realtors. Um, what I love about it is that unlike the US, um, CREA owns Realtor.ca, and CREA has decided, I'm, we're going to every night do a sweep of every MLS board across Canada that's cooperating. Sadly, we do have a few communities in Canada that don't cooperate, and I'll come back to that. Mm. But um, they do a sweep of everyone's MLS. This is no easy task because there is no one system across the country. It's not like all the real estate boards said, we're going to use ABC system and therefore CREA can now grab all our info. And I'm sure CREA would love that, but that isn't what happens. So they have to actually gather all the data and then they present it to the public as MLS.ca. And as you guys know, who are out there on it right now, you have access to homes that are for sale. You don't have the sale sold prices. Right. Okay. 
So when I go onto the Toronto Real Estate Board's MLS, I'm talking about our, our uh, member-owned database. We have access to sales, expired listings, suspended listings. We can get all sorts of information that the public can't, and rightly so, because public is we've got privacy issues, right? Absolutely. And that's a whole other debate. We can come back to that one. But the reason why I always love to explain that is because when I always tell my sellers, okay, we're putting you on MLS first thing Wednesday morning, and no matter how many times I explain, yeah, but Kriya won't do it sweet till night, and you won't show up on the public site until the evening, I always get that call by noon saying, I don't see me. We're not on MLS, yeah, we're not on MLS. And it's like, no, you are, you are. That's why the agents are already booking their showings. You'll show up on the public site tonight. And we don't have control over that. That is, a, like I said, it's just a massive sweep. But again, so, you're going to bring us yeah. qualified buyers anyways. So having it on MLS is just kind of like icing on the cake. Well, yes and no. You made a good point. I'm in Vancouver. I want to know what's happening on the Toronto real estate scene. If, all, if I have to go into different agents' websites or use Google, I'm going to get a, a bunch of mishmashed information and I won't be able to just go into one mapped area and say, hey, I want to look at three bedroom detached homes and these five blocks, uh, you know, over in this price range and find out is there something for sale or not. You would have to do a ton of running. And what so so when I list your home and I say we're gonna go on MLS, what I'm really saying is yes, I'm your exclusive realtor. You're right. I am here for you 24-7. However, we're going to share pieces of information about your home with 45,000 other realtors on the Toronto Real Estate Board who may have the buyer with the deepest pockets. Mm. And for me to make sure that that agent in Brampton or that agent in Oshawa who happens to have a buddy or a client looking at young and, you know, Bayview and Shepherd, um, how do I know? How do they know me? How do I know them? When we go on MLS, they can find us. They'll find your home. So I want to make sure I'm exposing our listings to the highest and widest marketplace because I don't, you know, as much as I can guess where that buyer is going to come from, we don't know where the buyer with the deepest pockets are going to come from. And I want to find them for you. Part of the service. That's the service. That's really better be all your, you know, the big piece of what you're hiring us for, right? Okay. So, so when I say, hey, Todd, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to put you on an exclusive listing and that way, you know, some people, so I'm going to just backtrack. Why would someone go exclusive? Basically, you're listing with a realtor and you're saying, keep me off that database. I don't want to show up on the public MLS site. I want you to just go find me a buyer. Okay. Now, if you've done that with a realtor that doesn't have a massive uh, vehicle or reach to a huge group of buyers for your home, you're kind of selling your home with an arm and a half tied behind your back. It would be kind of like me trying to sell my car by putting a little sign in the window and parking my car on the curb and expecting a huge mass of people to find my car listing. Great point. And not only that, you parked it on a quiet street and hardly anybody drives up. I tried that and it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. And, and what, what, you know, you get a small audience. And then what happens is the guy that shows up and says, listen, I'm not going to pay your price, but I'm going to pay X. You, you have no one else to talk to. Right. So you're kind of going, oh, well, you know, he's the only guy here. Now, here here's a little piece of it. The question is, is it a viable marketing approach? Let's talk about the positives. 
I can tell you as a realtor, yes, we have sold homes exclusively. Um, I beg our sellers not to, I'll be honest, I'll come back to why, but um, there are circumstances. Sometimes we have sick people in the home. Sometimes we have a very private personal issue and the owner says to us, we know this may not result in the, the highest price on the street, but we're asking you to reach out to your sphere, your network, you know, you're talking to a lot of buyers in the area. If you have someone who will pay X for it, we are good to go. And in some cases, you know, that might be the right choice for some families under certain circumstances. My advice to those who feel that that's the way what they need to sell the home is you need to make sure you're listed with an agent then who at least has that reach, who has the network, who has the sphere, who's got a ton of buyers they can call on quietly on the QT to see, to say, I've got this exclusive listing. Okay, so if I was going to do that, even if I had another personal reason for doing it, that doesn't mean necessarily that I am unconcerned with the price. I still want to make, you know, I want as much as I can. Absolutely, which is why you definitely need to be talking to a realtor who's talking to buyers every day, because otherwise you know, what are you doing? You basically hired someone who has no sphere. You're not accessing the network. Um, your guy is really relying on a drive-by on the sign yeah. to call them up and say, I want this property. Now, where where I'm kind of concerned for, for a lot of our sellers out there right now is that there seems to be a bit of a sales ploy. So, you know, Todd, I know you don't really want, I know you're planning to go to MLS, but I've got three or four buyers that might be interested and you won't need to stage and you don't need any open houses and we can just make this all go away. Let me show my clients. And, and for that, I need you to sign this exclusive listing. Mm -hmm. So it sometimes is used as what we call a puppy dog clothes, the soft clothes, one step at a time. I got you to sign something. You might, you might have even let me put a sign on the lawn saying exclusive listing. A week or two goes by. Maybe I did show your house. Maybe I didn't. At the end of two weeks, we're kind of going, hey, maybe we need to go to MLS. So I see that. And you, and you even said, too, there, that some of these agents that will knock on your door will try and shoehorn you into an exclusive listing situation. Yes, Yes. Yeah. So it's, you know, and again, so you might say, well, why would somebody do that? Well, sometimes there's the perception of a lower commission. And I, I really want to get to this one because this, this just gets me. If you're going to even sign an exclusive listing, we recommend that you cooperate with agents. And what that means is that say, I've got an exclusive listing and I get a call from another realtor who says, you know what, my client drove by your exclusive listing and are you cooperating? Meaning, will you pay me if I bring you the offer? Most exclusive listings say yes, because at the end of the day, they just want to sell the house, right? And in the fastest time. So you're ending up paying the full commission anyway, only you're not getting the advantage of the whole thing. And if you are saving maybe a half, maybe a percentage of a point, the question is, what did it cost you? Because sometimes we, what's the word where we shoot bite off our nose to bite, bite our face, face yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, we try to save a buck here and it costs us four bucks there. And we've all been there. We've all been there. I've bought cheap shoes trying to save the money. And by the end of it, I'm buying the expensive shoes and I paid for the cheap shoes. It's right? Or, part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we've all done it and, and we've all learned, you know, at a certain point, I can't go super cheap on this or that because it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Sort of so 
Yeah, we have to take a short break. So um, um, hold your thought just for a second. We have to pay the bills and uh, come back to talking more about why you would and perhaps would not want to choose sure. an exclusive listing. You're listening to realestatetorontoradio.com brought to you by the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team. Annoying, frustrating. Of course, you're referring to me. Some days, enlightening, engaging. And now you're referring to yourself. Most days. <laughs> Just a few of the words employed to describe our show, The Mots. You'll come up with your own. Hi, we're The Mots, Paul and Carol. Inviting you to join us weekdays at 2 on Listen Up Talk Radio at talk-radio.ca. And there's an encore performance with Mots Weekend. You can check us out at themots.ca. Here's another word for you. Oh, I wouldn't go there. It's Paul Capulcante, host of The Vinyl Experience, with a couple of magic numbers for you to remember. This is real simple. Are you ready? Here we go. Nine and three. Every Sunday at 9 a.m., 3 p.m., 9 p.m., and for good measure, 3 a.m. on Monday. This is all Eastern Time. Your time's for The Vinyl Experience. Radio's tuned to the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Radio Show that you can hear every Sunday at 4 p.m. on Listen Up Talk, and you can hear it all over the world whenever you want via podcast. That's right. And if you go to Real Estate Toronto, sorry, now I've got it mixed up. If you go to realestatetorontoradio.com, you can watch uh, the today's show as well as all our past shows. Excellent. Yeah. So back to so, the exclusive listings. Yeah. So so I believe what's happening right now, there's there's a bit of a promotion or a push of exclusive listings. It's used a little bit right now as a marketing, closing, objection, handling, sales te- technique by some real estate salespeople. Let's face it. The number one objection we hear is, can you do better on the commission rates? Yep. And, and so for some realtors, if they think they can go exclusive and not cooperate with another agent who, by the way, might have the best buyer for your home, they can then charge you a little bit less and you say, hey, that seems fair. Hey, you're going to knock that commission down? Great. Not realizing necessarily that what the agent's doing is knocking out the best vehicle for you to get your highest possible price. Yeah, and and as I've experienced with you as well, you know, when another agent shows up with a fully qualified buyer, it's a slam dunk for the sale. I mean, you're not having to wait for someone to do, you know, various, um, you know, things to, to move forward. They're just ready. Oh, that's true. I, I, you know, I, off, I always say your best buyer is usually coming in as an appointment with an agent. We're, we're big believers at the Mahal and Ross team of open houses for a number of reasons. And we can talk about that on another show, but we do believe in them. However, um, the, the person who's walking in with an appointment because their realtor who knows exactly what they're looking for, knows that they're qualified to buy, knows that they're ready, says a house just came up. Let me show it to you. So, I put a lot of weight on that, that showing. And I love cooperating with other realtors. You know, I always say to sellers, and here I'm a realtor, I always tell them, I'd love to sell your home myself. That's what you've hired us to do. We're going to do our best to do that. But please know if there's another agent with another buyer out there with deeper park pockets than our own buyer, we want to find them. And I got to tell you, it means I get paid less but I still want to find them because as a realtor, the big picture for me is always getting highest possible price. For me, I want bragging rights to your neighbors to say, look what, look at the, I just broke another record over here. 
So some realtors don't think as broadly or, you know, they're just thinking about today's sale and can I make the extra few hundred bucks and I don't really care what that costs the seller. I think that's narrow minded. I think the objective for me using your services is to sell my house. I don't care if you sell it or someone else shows up. I want it sold at the, the price I want or close to it and in the shortest time frame. That's right. So what's happening right now, and most of you out there can look down your street or or drive less than a kilometer and you will find a sign that says exclusive. And, you know, it's the hottest market. This has really been stumping me for a few weeks. We are in the hottest market the city's ever seen. I've been saying that week after week since I've known you. But I've never seen it like this. It is crazy. Why, why would a seller be caught up on maybe a half a percentage point? Even if, I'm not even gonna tell you that exclusive listings are cheaper. I'm telling you some agents will reduce their fee for them. Why would a seller in this hottest market be caught up on a commission rate when prices have doubled in less than five years? So when I read that or when I'm hearing, if I paraphrase that, I could potentially make more money by going uh, MLS and cover off more of your commission than trying to save a half percent or something. You know what? So let me put it. You're right. So here's I always I always had the uh, I taught years ago from a broker about Las Vegas, you know. Um, every year people go to Vegas and most of the time they lose and every now and again they win. Right. But mostly they use and that's why the house survives. So it's the same way with sales. Sometimes an exclusive listing can win. I'm not going to tell you out there if you're exclusive, you're always going to lose. But most of the time you're going to net less, which is why the Toronto Real Estate Board runs such a successful MLS system. Right now, Todd, if you said to me, Aura, there's there's three homes around the corner from me, uh, two just sold and one's for sale, and I'd love that information, and those agents were not on MLS, I wouldn't be able to share it with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd have to do some running around and calling and, and all that stuff, but I can also tell you the realtors don't have an obligation to disclose. So I would actually have to wait until those properties closed so I could look into the registry and see what they were actually, what actually happened. And that's time. And that's me sitting around waiting when I could lose another house that potentially might be a better fit for me. Like, Well, and, and yeah. And so if, if, the, as, if as realtors, we're trying to offer the community a, a service, it's very difficult to offer that service if agents aren't using the system. On the other, the, the big one for me, though, is really like if you said, or I want to buy a house out here, you know, I, you know. Who, do you have time every day to drive up every street in your neighborhood and see if there's a new sign on the lawn? No, and that was my point about the car. I mean, you know, you have to yeah, just sort exactly. of randomly happen upon this vehicle for sale or a house for sale and go, oh, who knew that it was here? Exactly. So I, I'm really, I'm racking my brain on this one because I think what's happening is a lot of homeowners don't understand when their agency exclusive listing and I'm going to give you a discount on commission. I'm, I'm just concerned that a lot of home sellers don't understand really what that means, that their home is taken out of that database that every buyer loves. We've talked about the, you know, the crack addict on MLS.ca, right? Um, why you would want to remove yourself from that system and not let the qualified buyers or their realtors find you 
so that they can give you their money. And, and you know, like you talk about the crack addict and, and I know you guys are busy, but I, I do know that I live with one and who finds, <laughs> who finds homes that maybe you guys just sort of saw and went, yeah, that's an interesting one. But it, it was right for the client and the client said, Aura, I found a house on MLS. I want you to see it. So it's, yeah. it's, you're, you're doubling your exposure. You've got agents trolling through and it as well right. and the clients. And, and the clients. That's right. That's right. And so what often happens too, here's the other little piece to this. If I'm going to list my house exclusively and I'm going to recommend everybody out there right now, listen to this one, because if you've got an agent saying exclusive and you're kind of liking that thought, your next and very important question is fine. Tell me all that you're going to do to get my home sold without MLS. Mm. Now, that's a tricky one. And I would say you want a written outline of what they're going to do. And you want to see samples of what they've done for people in the past. How big is your buyer database that you're going to send it to? What agents are you going to send it to and who and why? I mean, if I suddenly found myself in Oshawa having to sell a home exclusively, I'd have to do a, an awful lot of research and database management building up so that I could, I knew who I was talking to. Mm-hmm. Because if I took that property and sent it out in my database, which is primarily, you know, North Central Toronto, um, they're not going to really care, you know. And if I had one guy in that group that said, hey, you know, maybe I am looking for something out in Oshawa, it would be kind of a crap shot. Yeah, absolutely. And all those guys that were looking in Oshawa that maybe live downtown or right now live in Mississauga or live in Richmond Hill, they can't find you. They're, they're going on their computer to find you. You're not there. And they don't know your agent's website. And they don't, you know, they're not going to look up 45,000 realtors' websites to see what does this realtor have exclusively. So here's, for me, this is where it all came back down to. I started asking myself, are we going back to the dark ages? You see, when I got licensed <laughs> way back, 10 years ago. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, darling. Uh, but when I got licensed, we had MLS had just created their DOS system. The Toronto Real Estate Board had just created their DOS system, mm. which meant we could go on the computer and see homes. Now, to get it on the computer still took four days to show up on the computer. You still had to manually mail your stuff into the board. They would put it on the computer, and three or four days later, it would show up. Public had no access to this, guys. So are we going back to the dark ages where the public can't find you, the agents can't find you, and we're all driving around looking for for sale signs and making little sticky notes on our written, on our paper daytimer books? Mm, like like it. So, Well, you know, actually, if we went back there, I'd be going, hey, I know how to do this. I remember this. Yep. But I'm, I think it's funny because we lose internet for an hour in our office and everybody doesn't know what to do with themselves, right? But... Um, so are we going back to the dark ages where now everybody's got what they call a pocket listing? It's in my pocket. I'm not sharing it. And I know we watch million million dollar real estate, you know, those New York and LA real estate shows on TV and they talk about the pocket listing and so on, but it's a, let's face it. There's only 12 buyers for these homes and you know, which 12 they are. Um, and here in Toronto, the average house you want to expose it to the widest marketplace. I, I don't understand why realtors would try to sell to their sellers a concept that could eventually really cost their sellers money. Yeah, and, and we got a couple of minutes left, but I wanted to stress this again. It's it, To me, it's it's just sort of basic that 
you, you can't think of your neighborhood alone because yes, you may have someone there that wants a neighbor or a friend to move in, but you, but you also have people from outside your area that are looking to get in. And I'm not talking about Young and Steels or Lakeshore and, and, you know, Ellis Avenue. You're looking at uh, New Market and Vancouver and Sudbury. Oh. They're coming from all over. That's right. Out of town, a lot of out of town buyers, and they do do their internet shopping before they hit the hit the streets looking. So um, we've got about a minute left. You want to do your market? Uh, what's happening in the market these days? Well, <laughs> I can just tell you. You just that said it was hot. You said it's still hot. It is hot. So um, look, at I'm central Toronto, detached, semi-detached, freehold homes. In some neighborhoods, we are seeing to 10 to 15% lift from just a couple months ago. I would tell you the hottest sectors we're seeing right now are the, the smaller homes that the builders can take down and build new homes and the fully finished modern newer properties or fully renovated homes. The toughest market right now is what I call the in-between house. And that's your, you know, nice, comfortable family home. You're not going to tear it down and... Um, it's not brand new or it's not modern. So maybe a 50s bungalow that doesn't know what it's lost its identity. It's not renovated and it's not. No, their 50s bungalows are hot because they're usually sitting on big land. Mm. But I would say a 15 year old house, 15 to 30 year old home that maybe hasn't been fully updated, renovated. They're a little tougher. So for you buyers out there that are saying, gosh, how am I going to get in the market? There's your biggest bang for your buck. You find that dark green carpet with the silver wallpaper in the bathroom in a nice, well-built home that's maybe anywhere from 15 to 35, 40 years old, and there's value there. Mm. You might, you're going to put in a little elbow grease, but um, it's a great market to buy into. And if you have one of those and you're thinking of selling it, call us because we can help you sort of give it a wee bit of a facelift without a renovation that should prop up that price for you a bit. And, and as you're listing, don't look in the closet or, you know, because there may be a Don Johnson suit somewhere. <laughs> That's right. You know, any way you look at it though, the prices are up and, and home sellers uh, should be thrilled. Of course, it's difficult if you're trying to sell and buy today. It is, it's very difficult. Um, are talking to lots of families who are trying to figure this out. And, and all I can say out there is our clients do appreciate the time we spend with them before they're actually, you know, found the house that they love or before they actually think they have to sell to really sit down, make a plan, get the answers to all your questions so that you are in control of this situation. It is your home. It's important. It's your equity and it's potentially your ability to retire comfortably. And, and it really deserves the time. I'm, to get all the information. I'm counting on my house for my stamp collection, so one of them will help me retire. <laughs> well, that would be one heck of a stamp collection. I hope you've got that under lock and key. Absolutely. So where can we reach you if we want to uh, listen to the show, if we want to call you for an appointment, or as you said, get a cup of coffee? Yeah, please give us a call at 416-230-8500. Ask for anyone at the Maholland Ross Group or ask for Aura or Peter. And you can email me at aura at realestatetoronto.com or just jump onto realestatetoronto.com and you'll find everything there. We're there for you. Realestatetorontoradio.com is where you can find all the shows, um, future and past. We'll be on until we're in our 90s. We hope. <laughs> See, we'll catch okay. you. We'll catch you right back here next Sunday at 4 p.m. on Real Estate Toronto Radio. Mm-hmm.